Hello and welcome to the 18th episode of Fembag and Negress. We have our Fembag. Hello. And we have our Negress. Hey. So, what have we been up to? Um, we've been watching Love is Blind on Netflix, because <laughs> there's nothing was, else to yeah. do. I seen a meme earlier, and it was just like, today I completed Netflix. And that's <laughs> yeah, that's like one I'm of my favourite like, memes at the moment, it's so good. I'm just like looking through Netflix, and like, yes, I've watched everything that is in any way of interest, and yeah, so what we, yeah, I think for this episode we're mostly just discussing Love is Blind. Because there was a lot to there was a lot to get through. Yeah, um, and it's also like a resurgence of one of our old segments, which was basically where we dissect street culture. Um, what is street culture? What, what is it? What is it? What, what, what is it? What, 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 what is, is it? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I watched Love Is Blind ages ago. I feel like yeah, so did I. It was like such now. a long time ago. Um, yeah. so now it's like I mean like revisiting it and watching the reunion and uh, just yeah it's, I think it's time we had a conversation about it yeah okay so um, what's our cocktail of choice now for the sake of not pretending that we're recording the same episode on the same day as the previous episode I'll say I'm drinking champagne I don't have the coins for champagne so I'm gonna like say that I'm drinking more wine she's drinking wine she's sticking to sticking to the rivers that you're used to in my fantasy which may as well be reality at this point I'm drinking champagne mm-hmm. and I haven't been in isolation on my own for over a week miserable although no my flatmates around but I mean um putting a Scorpio in sexual isolation is not is not a cute time <laughs> let's just say but the funny thing about it is that like the only thing I can drink is wine because like it's not as if like I thought this through and went shopping for like multiple types of booze I was just like wine will do wine will get me through um wine will take the storm yeah so wine it is and if we're deconstructing the look I'm obviously wearing a ball gown with a train that is so far outside of my flat that is actually breaching the terms of social distancing. I'm wearing a tux, a a full <laughs> tux. No, I'm You're literally wearing, wearing my pajamas, which I've been wearing for the last like fucking like two weeks. I have yeah. seven pairs of like joggies and trousers and t-shirts. And jumpers. <laughs> the list is, and that is not an exhaustive list. It's not there an are exhaustive also list. Feet, uh, there is a uh, several dressing gowns, yeah. a whole a, a runway of cozies. I'm very comfortable all the time. Your spring full fashion book is just pajamas. I've not worn heels in years, anyway, so it's fine. I don't even feel my feet anymore. I wear <laughs> heels so often. If they I know, bleed. I my um yeah my feet bleed regularly and i'm fine with it i'm at peace with it we've done this uh, segment a few times before it's basically just what is straight culture so we did it whenever we discussed like love island and 
other things. So we are we have both watched Love is Blind, much like the rest of the world. And I think it's like one of the most trending things on Netflix just now. Yeah. I actually watched it like two weeks ago and like my ADHD brain is just already like, but I mean, I didn't remember any of their names anyway, mm-hmm. but like even I might need you to sort of, I might need to sort of lean on you a little bit as far as actually remembering what the fuck happens. <laughs> Besides just they go into this like weird pod and speak to people through a wall and then confess their love after five minutes and then get engaged and then get married and their parents don't approve, but then their parents approve. And then some of them stay together. Some of them don't, some of them don't get married, but then they get back together. And, um, yeah, so like a it. brief synopsis of the entire like series. <laughs> there was like one solid couple that i kind of shipped and that was lauren and cameron Mm -hmm. i only remember the names because your notes (laughs) (laughs) i have Um, given thorough notes for this because i literally like i watched it in like one night um because at first i was like nah i'm not gonna get into this and then i i i got so into it (laughs) um yeah right so yeah i suppose yeah it's just basically all these couples, I don't know, with very much undiagnosed mental illness go into the show. They're, a lot of them are very, like, quite, like, scarily desperate. Like, they have this, like, they're almost, like, some of the people that go onto it are, like, actually kind of terrify me a little bit in how determined they are to find to love them mm-hmm. um as opposed to like actually go on the show that you, you might need to be that kind of person do you think they get paid a lot i have a feeling they do because there's something about the entire show that reeks of like a certain level of desperation in terms of like wanting to find love but also mm-hmm. because of like how quickly people like become famous from like reality tv like a certain level of understanding that this show will potentially propel them for like the foreseeable future to become like household names and then also because this was like filmed like a year ago right and like the the show didn't come out until um like so a year later the show comes out so these people have already been some of them are still together they've been together for like a year now Mm-hmm. so what was amazing about it was it wasn't in real time like like love island where people are literally watching them like fall in love quote-unquote or like have their bullshit like conversations with each other um and so they had a year to prepare for the like for what could come out of the show and i think uh-huh. that in that year like because netflix has got a fuck ton of money and they, this is an experiment for them. So they were like almost like piloting this as a potential show because they'd never done reality. Like Netflix hasn't done reality TV yet. So this is their first reality TV show. They're piloting it with these people. So the people are unknowns. No one's ever seen them before. And, and now they're in, like instantly famous after like mm-hmm. one season. Are they, are they all like quite... Yeah, yeah, okay. So, like, after, like, after the actual like show came out, um, and it was really, really popular, obviously, in the first couple of weeks. What ended up happening was like they had the Love Is Blind reunion shows. So, like that, I don't know if you watched that. Um, yeah, yeah, I watched. 
yeah so they had the love is blind reunion show they've been on ellen they've been on like all these like you know e entertainment stuff and like um lauren and and cameron especially because they're like the most like loved couple like ever now uh, they've been in all, a lot of the like the black shows like especially the radio ones like sway in the morning and um the breakfast club and all that kind of stuff they've been literally going around like doing the most and they've got like their own instagram mm. their own youtube channels um they're they're being interviewed like they're movie stars who are like plugging a show like, plugging a film um at the moment because obviously netflix is using them to plug the show because the show is going to end up being something that happens probably every year now um mm-hmm. but like what i thought was really interesting about it especially in relation to what we are kind of doing like by dissecting this whole thing is it's such a it's such a fucking heteronormative show it's like so straight and so like kind of kind of like almost like aggressively straight to the point where like they try to like have a nuanced nuanced discussion around like um around bisexuality and fail miserably at it because mm-hmm. they don't support the 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 guy who like is coming out in any capacity to do so and then he ends up look, becoming the villain in the whole situation which like we can kind of discuss a bit more because i feel like I'm not a fan of him at all, like the guy Carlton who like came out as bi, but um, yeah. I feel as if like the show did everyone a disservice in that situation because the way that they, yeah. the way they cut reality TV is always to in favor of someone and and against someone else. So someone always becomes a villain at the end um, of a, a conversation that was probably just like really like quite maybe heated at the time but maybe not maybe didn't go the way that it looks on screen like I don't you'll never know because you you none of us were there to know like what the actual conversation how it actually went down um but yeah like I took loads of notes while I was watching I kind of did it like I was like live tweeting it to myself (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't like the fact that the the girl that was um that was dating the bisexual guy. I don't like the fact that she was vilified so much. Mm. I don't know. If, I don't know if she necessarily did have any like sort of biphobia. I don't think so. I can't remember it didn't, what I thought. It didn't come across like she did, but it like I felt as if they were trying to insinuate that she did, and it was also right, like, yeah. and it also irritated me because like I'm a black person from the UK, but I have consumed more than like my entire lifetime's worth of like african-american media and information and i'm also like all over like black twitter all the time so one thing i know is an issue quote-unquote um is the discussion around homosexuality within the black community in america Mm -hmm. and it's like such a nuanced discussion it's something that i think should really only happen within the african-american community it's not something that I, it's almost like, you know, when like something is like so specific to a people and like everyone like has an opinion on it. So like, I didn't feel comfortable with like a show that was going to have so much traction with the whole fucking world watching these two black people have this discussion because within their particular community and they come from Atlanta in particular, they, it's, 
it's not something that like it makes Diamond look shit. Like it makes her look like she's homophobic. And then also there's a fuck ton of people who would agree with her and would say that like yeah like she she did exactly what she was supposed to do i.e like champion her homophobia or her biphobia and i was just Mm -hmm. like so so what's basically happened online is that you've got loads of people attacking her for being biphobic and then you've also got loads of people basically telling her that she did the right thing because she was being biphobic and um I don't think she was at all <laughs> at the same... Do you know what I mean? Like, it, I don't think that's actually what she was doing. Um, so it's really difficult because I've, I've kept on watching it thinking... This show already separated the, like, men from the women. Um, it's like such a fucking binary show. Like, it's got men in one, room, one ha- part of a house and women in another part of a house. And like they're separated completely and they can only meet each other in like those pods as a man or a woman, right? So there's no room in Love is Blind for for bisexuality or for homosexuality. Do you know what I mean? There's no room for anyone to not be straight, like from the beginning. And I think that like if if Netflix are smart, the next Love is Blind will be by or the next love of his blind will be gay. Like it, it, it has to be opened up because it's so stupid. Like, mm-hmm. and showing itself is already. I don't see it doing as well if it was like if it did concern bisexual or gay people because it's like Love Island. Like, yeah, it's like Love Island. So well, but Netflix, yeah, people that don't care. <laughs> yeah, but Netflix is not like TV. It's not terrestrial TV, so it doesn't have to. Um, like Netflix doesn't really actually have to try to only um, cater to one demographic of people, and like no, no, no that's true. I suppose yeah. they could do, and they could do like more than one version as well. So I just checked how many followers they all have. Mm-hmm. So Lauren has two million. She has mm-hmm. the most. And Catherine yeah, has one point six. She's like the most loved person in the entire show, and I'm so yeah. fucking glad because like she's a literally like a gorgeous, intelligent, amazing black woman, and like everyone loves her like the most out of everyone in the entire show. Mm. Um, but yeah, okay, I'm gonna go through this because I obviously I've gathered the most intel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of switched off for most of it, and also I fast forwarded a lot of it because some of it was quite painful i wanted to kind of get the gist because everyone was talking about it mm-hmm. but i found it really difficult to sit through yeah. yeah is there by the way is there prize money for this show do they win well i suppose they're all fucking famous now so. i would say i i would probably assume that there's money there's there must be money because people get to the altar and they literally get married so i have a feeling <laughs> like do you know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a it's lot, a lot to ask. I also think the it's thing a lot that to I ask. the most fucked up about the entire show is like the amount of like how psychologically damaging the process of like having even once you know that you are not that into someone having to then go through this like step by step the process as if you were about to get married to them like almost live that fairy tale that you might never get again with someone that you actually love and I mean fuck marriage 
but you know for some people that's quite important so I could imagine that like the that must be so psychologically damaging for some people to then either say you know to then say no and know that you're going to say no or to be at the altar and then get rejected it's just the show is quite irresponsible for putting them all through that I think that like the we're doing this whole like it's like a social experiment like this is science and it's like guys <laughs> Netflix no this is not science you know that you're just like <laughs> you know you're just literally taking the piss and <laughs> you're such pricks because yeah like I felt like what it was a car crash to watch that's why it was so entertaining though like the fact that you were watching people going through like what is obviously like a, a lot of turmoil trying to decide whether they're going to like literally marry this person or not and um one of my favorite things was not like the bit where they were in the pods and they were just talking to each other because one thing that like they don't show you is that sometimes they were in the pods for like hours and hours and hours and hours but it made it look as if if everything happened like really quickly like they had like a 10 minute conversation and they were like oh my god I want to marry you but like there was several days like um, I watched an interview Laurie and Cameron said that they spoke to each other for like five hours one of the days and they didn't even want to leave the pods and I was like wondering like do you think they were like having phone sex in those pods oh maybe I have a feeling like there's I have a feeling there's like probably had either had to like turn the videos off or just there's like a fuck ton of footage of them all just touching themselves <laughs> in the pods <laughs> because it's oh very God. weird like like they were literally sitting talking to this person that they obviously want to have a relationship with and then um some of them seem to be so psychologically changed by the pod s- system you know like it's almost like they let's chill no but like honestly like, like maybe like three weeks later after they'd been in the pods like they were reenacting the pods and stuff like that. Like they were obsessed, like with the the whole setup of like not being able to see each other. Like it became like some sort of fantasy for them after a while. So I feel as if like, yeah, like I feel like Netflix is probably gonna have to like pay a lot of people's um, therapy bills because they oh, yeah. seem very like fucked up by the whole situation. Okay, I have like loads of notes. So. I'm going to start off by just, like, saying who the couples are and what my general idea of them are, <clears throat> is, sorry. <clears throat> so, like, Lauren and Cameron are the best couple, and they're the interracial couple, quote-unquote, because that's, like, literally the show kept on going on about how they were interracial, and that was, like, a big deal. Um, and then there's Gigi and Damien, who are chaotic as fuck. Oh, they are the worst. Gigi did really well off the back of it, though. She's got 1.5 million Instagram followers. Yeah, but she's crazy. She's got the third amount of followers out of all of them. I checked. I was so surprised because I thought people would hate her. Well, she's very cute. Is she? Like, she's like, she's, no, no, when I say cute, I don't mean, like, personality-wise. I mean, she's, like, she's just adorable to look at. But, like, as soon as she starts doing anything... (laughs) (laughs) Then <laughs> you're like, oh god, <laughs> get her away from me. Um, she is the most. I would say she was the person that I watched, and I thought she has the most, the 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 most um most to work through, mm-hmm. and is in serious need of a diagnosis. 
Oh, 100%. Um, oh, do you know what else I did? I actually did, I, I found out all of their, their horoscopes. So, like, that's the last thing we'll talk about because we haven't done a horoscope. <laughs> okay, <before>. right. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so Kenan, it, sorry, Gigi and Damien were just chaotic together. And, like, yeah, like, he gave up his job to be in the show, which I thought was ridiculous. Um, and then there's Kenny but and Kelly. Really, in hindsight, a year later to then be like, have a million point however many followers and be probably quite rich yeah i mean it was a smart move now but at the time it was like really stupid because like what if he hadn't been one of the guys to like get through that is true you know um (laughs) and then there's kenny and kelly who are the most boring people i've ever seen on tv um yeah, like they just have like no. I didn't know they existed. I, I, I like honestly got to the weddings, and I'd maybe skipped bits or just switched off. But it got to their wedding. I was like, wait, who are they? I was like, it just kind of. It was a bit of a. It felt like a curveball because I did. I had no memory of them up until that point. Yeah, I don't even know why they're like the third in my list because like they're boring as fuck. Even on the list, they're the Latavia <laughs> of the list. <laughs> Um, and then there's Amber and Barnett. Um, oh, yeah, oh my god. I don't even know what to say. Like, okay, I had to, like, I did start diagnosing people after a while because, like, I've just read a lot of psychology stuff and, like, <laughs> Amber just gives me, like, hyperactive ADHD, like, yes, nobody has ever, I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> It was like watching the worst parts of my personality unfold on screen. And I was like, it's like there's some people that I sometimes watch. Like another person that I see it with is Grimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure Grimes has ADHD because yeah. she speaks at a rate that only I would appreciate mm-hmm. in interviews. Everybody else watching it is like, why is she speaking at a million miles per hour? And for me, I'm like, finally, someone's speaking at a rate that makes sense. So like... Grimes and even just the way that she speaks about some things sometimes it kind of just seems like her there's a million things happening in her brain at once and we're just kind of getting it like almost just like a stream of consciousness consciousness was coming out yeah. and I got that exact same energy from Amber as well I was like yeah she definitely has ADHD and also just the way that she, she's been she gave me the vibe of someone who doesn't know why everything goes wrong for her. She just seems to, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like she's in that yeah. loop, that constant loop of just everything going wrong and just not knowing how to fix things. And like, and I, I kind of recognize that feeling of when, like, you know, when I was younger and I was like literally all over the place at a certain point and like, and obviously that's changed because I've, I've recognized what it is and like, I've got a bit better handle on it. But all she needs is someone to tell her what it is. And yeah. like she doesn't necessarily even need medication because she just seems like she just kind of goes. Like she just goes and does the things that she wants and she just moves through the world in her at her own pace. And that's kind of got her as far as it's getting her. Um, and mm-hmm. now she's got someone to be with. Like it maybe it will calm her down a little bit because it seemed like like when we were talking about the the um the reunion we were talking about how she's probably actually got a therapist she's probably been diagnosed and she probably has medication now because she just seemed so much calmer and so much more like her like quote-unquote like in herself rather than just like at 100 miles an hour um 
Which actually, yeah. funnily enough, like knowing the whole ADHD thing well, I literally was watching Amber and I would have probably not liked her. Like before, like years ago, I would have probably just not got her and not understood what was going on. But now I just like, I actually like found her quite endearing and like she seemed very honest. But you could recognize why that might be the case. She didn't seem like she was, she wasn't manipulative. She wasn't like um, dishonest. She was very like blunt and like to the point, but she wasn't mean. Like she just, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Especially because considering the shit that she was having to put up with, where yeah, well, Barnett when they were chatting in the kitchen, she's like, "I have no savings," and yeah, I'm just like she was basically just listing all the reasons why she was like mm. not that appealing a person to date, mm-hmm. and then he's just like, "Right," <laughs> and then they end up married anyway. So obviously, mm-hmm. I mean, she was obviously she was just so direct about the fact that she had. She was not contributing to anything financially. She would mm-hmm. basically be like completely dependent on him. Yeah. And Barnett's just like, um, okay. <laughs> and I think as well, like one thing that um I thought was really interesting about it was that his family didn't approve. They obviously didn't approve. And then they just kind of like didn't do anything about it and like I kept on watching that, like, with the families. I was just, like, I would be so fucking, like, pissed off, like, with my sister or, like, my niece or something if they, like, went to some random place for a couple of months, came back with a fucking husband. I'd yeah. be, like, what? what is this? Like, it's so weird. And the fact that, like, his family obviously disapproved and were really uncomfortable with her. And then they just kind of, like they kind of told him off and then he was just like well I'm doing it and then he just did it anyway um and I I felt bad for her in that sense because I was like she's not actually done anything wrong she just talked fast <laughs> like she just talked fast at them and like drank a beer um <clears throat> but um yeah so the next one is like the most ridiculous couple which is Mark and Jessica oh yeah Ooh. poor Mark poor Mark he was, I mean, yeah, Jessica was the worst. She was, she also had, like, a, a similar energy mm-hmm. to, and this isn't to any way put down Madonna, but just the same sort of blunt, <laughs> slightly terrifying energy. Like, whenever she was in a conversation and she would just be like, I'm not your mum, I'm not your mum. I got very much, like, Madonna in an interview vibes. Like, she's ready to cut the interviewer at any point if they say the wrong thing. Yeah. I always felt like their dynamic was very hard to very true to Madonna in an interview. Yeah. Like, Madonna's awful. <laughs> she's kind of awful. Yeah. The thing is, she does get a lot of... Um, she gets a lot of bad stick in the press, especially the older she gets. And I think that must be really difficult for her, obviously, because... She always gets told like she just needs to retire already, and mm-hmm. she she gave this speech at um, I think it was International Women's Awards or something. Mm-hmm. She had this like massive speech about all of the things that she's had to endure as a woman and all these things that have happened and all this abuse that she's had, and mm-hmm. she really went into it and gave this like really really powerful speech. And after that, I was like, my opinion of her changed slightly. I still think she's a cunt, mm-hmm. but I definitely think there's maybe reasons for it. No, or I she's just I I, I, I totally. I think that she's just like 
she became more and more entitled and more and more bratish, like, over the years. Mm-hmm. It's almost, like, similar to, like, Elton John in that way, where it's, like, okay, I totally get it that, like, you're just, like, a mad, like, raging queen, but, like, you need to, like, calm your tits sometimes because you're actually rude to people. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, kind of what I kept on noticing with Madonna is, like, that she became more pompous and more, like, kind of rage at people, like, but not in, like, um... Maybe when she was younger, she she could have she got away with a lot more. So I don't know about like maybe that's what it is. But um, mm-hmm. she's had a very she's had a very like speci- she had a very particular life. Her mm-hmm. life has not been very I don't know. I've I've started I'm try I try to like um like with people like Madonna and whatnot. Obviously, mm-hmm. she's a product of whatever life she's had, and obviously she's always been treated like she's royalty. Yeah, and obviously that hasn't done her ego very much good. I'm not a fan of the child catcher side of her, but um. <laughs> yeah, that that well, that too. But I mean, I mean, I don't know the specifics of that. I'm, she's uploaded videos of her. She uploaded videos of her daughter's dancing recently to this like musician that I really like, uh, mm-hmm. Lucien the Yakuza, this like French rapper, mm-hmm. and they were like singing in French to this like rap, um, this like rapper, and I they seemed really happy and stuff. I don't know. I don't know that much about the whole. Like whether she just it is like had her black people. child saying the n word, and she was saying the n word with them, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, okay, we we're we're, we're canceling Madonna, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. She's um, a okay, we're, yeah, I'm uh, we're getting sidetracked anyway. So love is blind. Okay, so uh, right, we can like pass by the meetings with parents part because it's not that interesting, but it was just like something that I was saying was that. Some of the parents were happy, some were not. Um, yeah, they definitely made the interracial couple thing a really massive thing. And then it was like, Cameron was like, yeah, I dated a black woman for like five years. It wasn't mm-hmm. really that big a deal. And they're like, all right. But I feel like the show, like how much of that was the show making that a massive conversation? But then we also, I suppose, for quote unquote African-Americans, maybe that is like, a, I don't know. Obviously, we think... Their history is just so different to ours, so well, maybe I, that I is. Can, still I can speak on interracial say. dating in general, as someone who is in an interracial couple. Um, it's not just a thing that like you just do lightly as a black person, um, mm-hmm. because of so many things. It's not just to do with like so, like for example, like I couldn't just date any white person. Like, I could only date a white person who, like, I knew fundamentally wasn't racist. So Mm. I've, like, dated a a white guy before who was nice. He was a nice person. But he came from a family that was racist. Like, his grandmother wouldn't Mm -hmm. meet me, for example. The first guy I ever dated when I was a kid, like, and I was, like, 15 or something, his dad was in the BNP and wouldn't let me in their house. Like... Uh, yeah like so there's it there's danger in dating a white person when you're a black person that's the start of it and like if you're african-american it's a whole other picture because the the level of direct racism that you're experiencing on a day-to-day basis in america is a so much more than you necessarily experience here in scotland but like i say when i was 15 i was raised in glasgow my my boyfriend's dad was in the bmp so it's not like it doesn't happen here um right like 
my boyfriend that was with for five years, his mom was very lovely to me, like very nice. Like we were like they were a very upstanding middle class family from Bears Den, but they definitely had issues with my race. It never it was always microaggressions and it was always like it was just clear that they did not want him to end up with me. Um and like his friends didn't want me to end up with him and and race was an issue in that relationship to an extent. Even though he wasn't, I wouldn't say he was a racist person. It just, it was just always there. Um, mm-hmm. And like when I first started dating Antanas, like literally shot myself. I was like, oh my God, like this guy like is from a whole other country. I'm so terrified of going to Lithuania. What the fuck am I going to see when I get there? And Lithuania mm-hmm. is an incredibly racist country. Um, they're not like, racist for the same reasons as Africa like as as Americans are to African Americans, like where they've literally had like slavery and all the rest of it. Like they're just racist because they've been told by all other white people that white people are, are better than black people. So Lithuanians are not like racist in this like fundamental like we actually like hate black people kind of way, but it's like we just know that we're superior to you because that's that's what everyone's been told. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and they have, like, they have a huge, like, um, basketball, like, kind of scene in, in Lithuania because lots of NBA players, like, go there and, and play for Lithuania so they know black people exist. They see black people every now and again. A lot of people are really into basketball there. So they have this reference to African-Americans. Um, but, oh, my God, do I get stared at when I'm in Lithuania? I'm in Vilnius. Yeah, like people you've just, mentioned this before, actually. They just um, can't cope with me. And so I love, like, I love, like, being in Lithuania. I love Antanas' family. They're all really lovely. None of them are racist. And I'm really, really, really lucky. So I think, like, for Lauren, it was, like, her, her, she had never been with a, a white guy first, first of all. So she'd actually mm-hmm. never been in a relationship with a white guy. She's of an African American who's major- the majority of people that she knows, who she's close to, who she's who she um, spends time with are black. She lives in Atlanta, which is a predominantly black city, and so it's almost like impossible for her to have seen herself with a white guy. But then Cameron's so lovely, and Cameron's already been with a black woman. He feels comfortable with black people. He doesn't see it the same way that she sees it, and he just automatically was like, "I, I'm like, I love you, so that doesn't matter." Whereas it does matter for her, and it did matter for her dad because her dad was like a civil rights like um, hero and like really like was very pro black, and so I can totally see why it was an issue. The only thing is that like I think the show may have. Re- they may have like edited it so that it repeated the issue over and over yeah. and over and over yeah I could I can definitely see that I think um, I think another thing I can understand why the issue was such a, a big thing for Lauren I mean we've kind of discussed this before at least um, when we were talking about the issue of white people adopting black people to 
adopting black children we were discussing this I think it was actually in relation to Madonna a while ago Mm -hmm. but you were saying the idea of your parents effectively not understanding the bullshit that you're gonna have to deal with Mm -hmm. or um, yeah the things that you're up against on a day-to-day basis it's the same way I suppose if you're dating someone that doesn't really understand the things that you come up against whenever you're navigating the world. And I suppose just, I, again, like, I, I, I don't know because I don't have that experience, but I could imagine if it is something that's maybe less common or there's prejudices that people have um, in relation to interracial couples, I mm-hmm. think maybe just the experience of constantly feeling like either stared at or other than mm-hmm. everyone else is already a lot to come up against on, um, especially when you're just like, well, they're all supposedly just trying to find love and, and whatnot. So I can understand why that was a big conversation that mm-hmm. aired I'm on the show. I'm like, just so glad, though, that they became the couple and that, like, all they're getting iconic. all the endorsements. They're so, like, they're so iconic and they're also, like, they're actually in love. Like, I don't... I totally believe them like I'm not like yeah. I'm not even joking I actually believe them like so Catman much is kind of goals to be honest as well oh my I gosh like she, yeah obviously goals like it doesn't it's it goes without like it goes without saying she's obviously goals I don't think that she, he'd think she be was... like that for anyone else like there's something about no. how he dotes on her that's like very specific to her and I feel like mm-hmm. he may be like He's just like a nice, sensitive guy, and he like really likes to to be very romantic towards his like partners and stuff. And he's just a nice person. But I think that she's like, have you noticed? I don't know if you noticed this because I'm like totally obsessed with this, this. Like when I watch them like in interviews and stuff, he never stops touching her. He always like he always like strokes her hair or like or like puts his arm around her. Like he just he doesn't know how to like stop, like. <laughs> he can't not touch her for like two minutes and she i I think has had to like i think she's had to become um okay with that she's had to like allow for that like almost like accept that that's like his love language is he's very he needs to touch her and so she's oh it, it feels as if she's had to navigate that within the relationship rather than it just being like okay with her that he does that all the time you know and it's like he's he's a bit like a like like a puppy like he's so he's so into her and that's I think maybe why she has like two million followers and he has like one point whatever is because like it's almost like his love for her has made her seem even more appealing yeah yeah (laughs) it's almost like well if, if, the, if the rest of the world can just look at Lauren the way that Cameron does, <laughs> that's, two, two million followers happens. Exactly. I totally forgot about Jessica and how fucking, like, she much of a train wreck she is. But she was great TV. She's like, the main reason to watch the show. Sorry, Lauren and Cameron are, like, the main reason that the show wants you to watch the show. But Jessica is the main reason to watch the show because... She's a raging alcoholic that is very disruptive. Yeah, and she tries to like break up other people's marriages. She is like, yeah, she's just a mess. 
<laughs> and then even in the reunion, in the reunion, like Amber basically tells her, like, you are trash, fuck you. It's like so good. I love it. <laughs> I know. Oh, but Mark. Which one's that? Is that the ginger one? No, that's Oh Jeff, no, that's, that's the one Jessica. that Jessica Yeah. Oh yeah, poor boy. Also, there's a, there's a scene where Jessica lets her dog drink wine from her glass and that is she like the most disgusting thing me. I've ever seen in my life. No, the most disgusting thing is when she was like, I'm not your mum. I'm never going to be your mum. <laughs> Why do you, like, basically telling this person that he wants to fuck his mum. And it's just like, he's just like, no, it's fine. He's like, I fucking hate my mum. Fuck my mum. Like, <laughs> ew, she's disgusting. I'll run her over. I love you more. It's just like he's trying so hard to convince this woman that he doesn't, he isn't like in love with his mom because she's being such a dick. Yeah. But it's yeah, I think I think you're right about the fact that they must be getting paid a good amount for this show because one of my comments was, "Is there a gun to their heads?" Uh, yeah, they seem. Because I'm so confused. Yeah. Why are they actually getting married to people? Yeah, it was oh. a lot. Yeah, okay. about, like they might have, yeah, it's effectively like psychological abuse. Like they're all fucking crying and they're just a mess, and then it all gets like unfurled on TV. And other than for like the four people that it works out for, the rest of them are clearly like traumatized by the experience. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the horoscope now. Okay. Okay. So Amber Can and Barnett. Get- oh, do you want to guess? Sorry. Okay, Amber and Barnett. What's Barnett's uh, horoscope? His, what's his sun sign? So he's a, sh- he's a bit of a shagger. He's quite, rem- he's like, he's a bit of a shagger. I think, right, can I get a couple of guesses? Yeah. Okay, so I'd guess either an Aries um, or a Leo. You said he's a bit of a shagger. Are you really not going to say Or a Scorpio, one? but a Scorpio was my third guess. Well, he's a Scorpio. Scorpio, honestly, I was about to say Aries or Scorpio. Okay. Because he's a shagger. And I put only Aries for the big dick energy, Scorpio for the shagger energy. But Leo, because everyone else wants to shag him. Right, okay. Um, But Scorpio was actually the one I thought the most, but the one I was leading to. Okay. Well, I'm definitely like, I definitely thought he was a Scorpio from day one. So did I. So did I. That was actually like my top pick. And then there's Amber, the one he gets with, the one with the ADHD. Yeah. She's really chaotic and all over the place. So? She could, could, well, she could be a couple. She could be like an Aquarius. I don't think she's quirky enough to be an Aquarius, to be honest. No, no, because her hair is really plain. But then she gets blonde hair, so maybe that's quite quirky. Um, She's just all over the place. Like, Go with your gut. All over the place. Chaotic, intense. Uh, Whose birthdays have been cancelled? Uh, Aries. I was gonna. I was thinking Aries. <laughs> but I, yeah. it just seems so obvious. She is Aries energy. She's Aries energy all over. But Aries with ADHD energy. I literally wrote chaotic and intense. Um, okay, so Kenny and Kelly. These are really hard, by the way. I would not imagine that these two people would be these size. Who are they? The boring ones. Okay. Kenny. Oh, can't remember what he's like. I actually thought he was quite cute. He's he was actually cute. quite appealing as a person. I, yeah. th- I definitely think 
I would definitely overpower him in a relationship, as would anyone. He's very cute. But, but boring. Let me guess. Like, if you're saying you didn't guess it, maybe he's like a Leo. Or he's like... You're close. Like, it's a fire sign. Sagittarius? Mm Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm never going to guess it. I don't care enough about him. Well, it's if it's not Leo and it's not Sagittarius, then it has to be Aries. Um, oh. Now, the funny thing about Kelly is that she's also a fire sign. But... Leo? She's a Leo. Now, what I thought about her was that, like, she thinks that she's better looking than she is. Yeah, she really so does. So, I think, like, I think like that's the main Leo, like, trait that she actually has is that she, like, sees herself as, like, everything despite the fact that she's mm-hmm. just something just something <laughs> yeah she looks like a bridesmaid yeah like she is the always the bridesmaid girl like in every single rom-com so yeah. um jessica and mark okay this is easy is it okay jessica's a cunt <laughs> yes 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 she is a cunt um, I'm not gonna say no, no. This is not this is not an indictment on the sign. I'm saying that right, marks okay. marks is easy. Marks is very easy. Jessica's Seems- is kind of easy in a sense, like when they're not evolved. So marks is right. So he's very kind of laid back in a lot of ways, but he's very romantic and quite passionate. But he's not very driven. And huh, let me think. What does his res- what does his reaction and response to Jessica tell you about him and how he feels about well, himself? Well, he's very family orientated, and he wants to fuck his mom, according to Jessica. <laughs> so no, but I mean, like his reaction to Jessica, like his his uh, inability to see her bullshit for what it is. Right. Is she like a is he like a Pisces? He's a Pisces. Work, bitch. Oh He's my a god. Pisces. Um that was good. We stand Pisces. I love Pisces. I love but Pisces, yeah, are, but like they just they just want love. They want to be loved, loved so badly that they'll take anything. Okay. Yeah. Now, what do you think Jessica is? Jessica is? Or Gemini? No, I I I automatically thought she was a Gemini. She's probably Gemini rising or something, but She's not a Gemini. Now, this is an unevolved version of this sign because this sign is a really nice sign, a really loving sign. But right, when the she's lower self sign, yeah. So it's like she's she's the she's got all the shitty traits of this sign. <laughs> Work. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. She's very driven. She's mm-hmm. very focused. Mm-hmm. She's chaotic. Yeah. And she's an alcoholic. Yeah. When I think of alcoholics, I do generally think of Pisces. Same. Weird. Yes, yeah, same. Because, but, but, like, not in a stress, but just they're always like downing wine and asking about your feelings, um, which is a great quality in a person. Yeah, it's um, a brilliant quality in a person. But this is different. Uh, this is a little bit. It's a little bit more kind of like manipulative emotionally Ooh. don't say Scorpio nope 
Okay. <laughs> no, because Scorpio, Scorpio is different. Scorpio doesn't even try to manipulate you. They just kind of it just like happened. no, no. It's like it's like they just know like how to get you. Whereas, like, <laughs> this is a totally different thing. This is like actively putting work into the manipulation. Oh, I don't know. Like, it could be so many. While also being like the nicest reasons. person in the world. Like, what was pre- that? While also pretending to be the nicest person in the world. Okay. Um, Libra. You know, I thought Libra too. Like, I thought Gemini, then I thought Libra because of the characteristics, i.e., being very manipulative and shit. But this is one that people. I, yeah, I love Libras. People so that's not don't. Anyway, people yeah. don't. People don't realize this about cancers. Is it a cancer? She's a cancer. Yeah. See, the wine drinking also gives cancer energy. Super emotional. Yeah. Don't know what they want. Really indecisive yeah. as well. But can be extremely manipulative when not evolved. Okay, an unevolved cancer. An unevolved cancer is manipulative because they. They know how emotions work, so they actually know how to like fuck with your your head, but they're not necessarily good at it. Right. So, do you get what I mean? I would, so, I so would like, they, they, they're good at manipulating the people who don't see what they're doing, but like what mm-hmm. the show revealed was that she wasn't being very smart about it. She was manipulating Mark because Mark only could see the good in her. But everybody mm-hmm. else could see that she was a piece of shit. Yeah. So it was yeah, like quite. Sure. It was quite obvious. Okay. Now this is a good one, Damien and Gigi. Who are they? So Gigi's the girl who like. Oh, Gigi's the um the one that's quite scary. Yeah. Okay, she's very chaotic. Um. Very manipulative. Mm-hmm. She has very obscured impressions of reality. Yeah. And Damien is a total bottom in that <laughs> dynamic. She is like a dom top. I don't think so, by the way. She's like, I don't know, she's an emotional dom top. Like, she dominates those discussions and she's very manipulative because she'll then cry. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I'll, like I'll tell you what I saw in their relationship. I saw that he was actually low-key the controlling one. Juf? No. I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. Like, he sussed her out early. He knew that she was ridiculous, right? And so she'd, like, do the same thing all the time. Like, always. She would, like, regular, like, clockwork. She would start a fight. Then she would, like, try and turn the fight on its head in, in her attempt to manipulate him. But she was so childlike. She was like a, a literal toddler, like having a tantrum. Yeah. And then I know, she would flip it round and then she would basically be like, um, then she would start crying. But he figured out her pattern really quickly. And because he figured out her pattern, he was able to like figure out how to get her. So he, he, because he, he's an amazing communicator, he found out how. So he's a Gemini. Yeah. So Yo, you, I think you, right. I think he Loki is the one in charge in that relationship. I think so. I definitely think that she is very um, at odds with her emotions, and she obviously has a lot of things that need to be figured out. Yeah, but I definitely with her, 
she had a very obscured idea within arguments whenever i've seen them arguing mm-hmm. he seems to come from a place of being a lot more rational and no, no, like I he, never he's just really like good at communicating trying. like he's rational because he like he gemini's are logical they understand that they're very intelligent they understand how to communicate well so like they know exactly what's going on he sussed her out i think from day one she, so. she kept on trying to one-up him right so like remember when she was like i'm gonna get down on my knees and i'm gonna ask you to marry me that was her trying to be in control because she realized that he had control like she has that thing where you can totally see that she doesn't like being out of control of a situation and he is she an aries she's an aries but i i actually got aries energy two seconds i'm turning my light off on i know i'm also sitting in the dark <laughs> because we started recording four hours ago basically because we were trying to figure out how to do this <laughs> also this, this, we will just um, put a disclaimer if the sound if any at any point the quality is not best or if it cuts off or anything we are battling with technology and everyone is currently on netflix so the internet is not the best but yeah no i genuinely like for me she read as like a very she had like big dick energy very aries very chaotic but i also kind of got the impression that she has some undiagnosed mental illnesses fully but like what i kept on thinking with like him was that he like he understood how to control her and the only way that he could control her is that he understood the 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 routine he understood the routine and he understood the pattern of how she he he figured out the pattern quickly and only a gemini could do that like he had the logic and he understood exactly what she was doing he saw it from day one and so when like she for example the day that he was basically like hey my parents don't want to meet you and by the way to this day a year later his parents have still not met her oh my god right he's a multi-millionaire First of all, let's just point that one out. Hey. He is a he's rich. He comes from a wealthy family. Um because remember he he took her on that like um that trip in a in a helicopter and all that shit. So like he basically has a family who don't want her in their family because he obviously has like he's an heir to some sum of money and they don't want her getting access to that. So he basically like is like okay my parents don't want to meet you and she like puts on like six tons of mascara in the yeah, car, in the car. <laughs> which was like the best like scene. hacking at her eyebrows no like, at her eyelashes honestly it was ridiculous how much mascara I she put on for her eyelashes but it was like he was basically like look they don't want to meet you but he wasn't he didn't say like they don't want to meet you and this is why he just didn't tell her yeah. And then... She was so irritating to watch, though. She was super irritating. Like, I think she's an irritating person. She's got her own issues. Like, she doesn't like to be controlled, blah, blah, blah. But she doesn't realise how much she is controlled by him. She's mm-hmm. totally under his thumb and has no clue. And that's why I was like, when I was watching it, I was like, this dude has convinced her that she's in control. Mm-hmm. it's so fucked up because then when i was watching the reunion thing he's he's like um i chose not to marry her like 
like I basically told her like I don't want to marry you and then she still came back to me and now we're like together and my parents still haven't met her and and I yeah. just I just feel like that shows that he is the one that like actually knows what's up in this relationship and she seems like a child she's got very and I, I guess that's like my understanding of the the signs is usually like the first one is the youngest version of the of that element so like the Aries is like the, ad, the adolescent or the child of the of the fire signs you know like they they still they think that they're in control of everything but they're just not um and it's so weird that there's so many Aries in this fucking show it's so bizarre yeah um, it's so funny because they all read as very obvious Aries as well okay are you ready for the last one no it's not the last one yeah it's the last one Lauren and Cameron okay well that's really see it's difficult because they're both I think they're like some of the they, their personalities aren't that toxic or obvious mm-hmm. but Cameron is very sweet very loving yeah very romantic very relaxed oh it's, it's tricky he seems quite introspective mm-hmm I don't know. I, right, I'll get a couple of guesses. I would guess he. I don't know. It's hard to tell because I don't know if he's. Maybe he doesn't seem like overly emotional, like a cancer. Mm, he cries a lot in the show. Oh my god! Yeah, he does cry quite a lot. Is he a cancer? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna say he's like a cancer, but he doesn't cry that much. <laughs> but yeah, he does. He a cries lot. a lot in the show. <laughs> like... That's so funny. He yeah, cries he at the drop of a hat. He's not going to be anything that's like overly. He isn't like cancers aren't really especially toxic. They're just emotional and often get like, if they're like led by their emotions, it can be toxic. But this is what I was saying about Jessica. It's not that like cancers are toxic or bad. It's just that when they're unevolved, when they don't know themselves, and when they are insecure and haven't figured themselves out yet. And I remember she's like thirty four, and she has not figured herself out yet as a she's just a workhorse yeah she just works and she doesn't have a clue who the fuck she is as a human being she'll be figuring herself out now in quarantine oh yeah 100 she'll be meditating right now um she'll be evolved jessica (laughs) but i just think that like every cancerian i've ever met who was a shithead was someone who like was so insecure that they had no idea who they were and like when they know yeah. themselves well, they're like the best people in the world because they really care about people. So okay, guess Lauren. what Lauren is. Right. So I think it could be a few options. I think I'm thinking more down the route of like they are extremely compatible, mm-hmm. and I I don't think she's not chaotic, so she's definitely not an Aries, mm-hmm. and. I think because he was so forthcoming and so sweet, that kind of like she took some convincing at the start. Yeah. So she well, she didn't just immediately open up. She wasn't necessarily like super forthcoming or super loving initially. She kind of needed to be convinced. Mm-hmm. And like, let me think. Right. So she's right. I'm thinking as far right. So cancers. It means she's probably either an Aries or a Scorpio. But I don't she doesn't read as an Aries because she isn't chaotic. She doesn't read as a mad shagger, but we don't know that. And I think because he was so forthcoming and sweet, that kind of wore it down a little bit. 
So that's why she wasn't necessarily looking elsewhere. One thing that like I noticed when I was watching the show was Wait, um, is she a Scorpio? Yeah, she's a Scorpio. <laughs> really good at this game. Well, do you know what? Like, was that? Well, I mean, didn't get the, all of them. Their compatibility the rate was like through the roof, and like the what? Their compatibility yeah. rate was through the roof, and I think that Cancer Scorpio was like a match made in heaven when it, it when it's no, right. It is. Like when it's right, it's the best. Like because mm-hmm. they're so emotionally evolved, they know themselves so well, and they like love so deeply. So. Mm-hmm. Like it's perfect, and also because she's a Scorpio woman, it's like she's very independent and like very like she knows exactly what she wants in life, and so she's just like straight shooting and to the point about it. She was just like, I don't really know if this is what I want. I want. I'm still want to keep my independence, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm, I'm, I'm myself. You know what I mean? And then like mm-hmm. because he was like a Cancerian man, and he's like looking at her as and like I need you. Yeah, see if it was the opposite way around. It would, we had it, I think it would have fallen apart. I think it would have fallen apart, to be honest. I don't think, it, well, I don't know that. But I don't know if it would have necessarily been the same. I think because cancers, cancer is soft, it's like a, they're both water signs, but a cancer is almost like a softer, mm-hmm. and like, they're they're, emotion, they're both like quite emotional signs, but very differently emotional. Yeah. And yeah, that is like a total, like, astrological match made in heaven. So that mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. How how good was I at that game? You were so good because, like, the funny thing is, like, you wouldn't expect so many of them to be Aries. Yeah, well, this is the thing. The ones that were were quite obvious. And the thing is, even with the ones I got wrong, it was only because I was kind of second-guessing because mm. their actual signs seemed too obvious. Yeah. I think it's almost like they've got people on that are complete caricatures of their star signs. It's so funny. <laughs> Okay, but how weird is it that there were no fucking air signs and no earth signs? Because they wouldn't go, well, no earth signs because none of them would go on that None bullshit. of them would go on it because they'd be like, nah, that's a load of bullshit. And then like, air signs are, too, like- are way too out there and in their own world. Actually, no, there is an earth sign. There's Gemini. Yeah. There's Damien. Okay, yeah. I've got another one for you now. Totally forgot about Diamond and Carlton. So Diamond, like oh yeah. Okay, so Diamond, I only know her star okay. sign. I don't know Carlton's, but like just briefly to to go back over them, Carlton came out as bisexual. To yeah, da- he's to quite Diamond. Actually, you know, he's super super manipulative. He's really fucking. He's irksome. I don't like him. I'm not a fan. And he literally no. came out to to Diamond as bi after they had already chosen to marry each other. So, like, during the pod situation when they were supposed to be telling each other their deepest, darkest, he decided not to say anything about his sexuality, knowing that it could potentially be an issue when he came out afterwards. Because he was basically like, I am worried about... He, he, he like, said in all the diary shit at the site, I'm really worried about, like, what it might mean if I come out and this person doesn't isn't approving or or doesn't feel comfortable with it and like Mm -hmm. most bi people know that biphobia is rife so it's not as if like it's something that you just like tell your partner and like as an afterthought a lot of the time because it could potentially be a problem for some people who are assholes but (laughs) so she so um 
she basically like didn't really react as 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 far as I'm aware I don't think she reacted in a bad way to him coming out as bi she just didn't understand why he didn't tell her when they were having the dates in the pods because the whole point is like during the pods part of the show you're supposed to decide to marry this person be with them for the rest of your life so you should know as much as you can about the person as possible right so mm-hmm. like Carlton basically is like uh just to let you know like I've dated men and women and doesn't really give her even like a, a second to respond before starting a fight with her and I felt like he needed to give her like a beat like he needed to like let her like let her take it in and then be like okay like is this something that would be a problem for you and allow her to say yes or no but that didn't happen it just it went completely south like so quickly what did you think yeah I don't know I didn't I think a lot of their dynamic has like skipped over mm-hmm. um but like with him he seems quite manipulative and seemed to kind of like almost play in at least in the reunion he kind of played the situation like he was a bit of a victim in all of it and like he'd been subject to all of this like biphobia which maybe from the audience that was maybe the case but yeah. I didn't get that from her I just he called her a bitch and then she started sprouting um, Beyonce lyrics at which was iconic so I never really got that from that situation so I don't understand why that's not been made into like a gif or a meme yet. Like her, I think it was apparently quite iconic. I think a lot of people did enjoy it. It's as so I bounced to the next pick, boy, <laughs> she was just like, I just um because at the time, well, no, actually, Lemonade would have been quite old at that point, yeah. but still, um, iconic and like relevant at the time. Like from him, I I because he's quite manipulative. And I don't know. It's hard to tell because I didn't watch enough of that dynamic. With her, she is quite fiery. I'm mm. guessing she's a fire sign. So I would guess either a Leo or a Sagittarius. She's a Sagittarius. Oh my god. That's is she actually? Yep. That's so funny. Right. I actually, I actually thought she was more of a Leo than a Sagittarius, but but that also kind of makes sense because I think because we didn't actually see her. Like I think if we'd seen her actually date someone and form a relationship, we would have had more to go off of. But I think just because she was so, like she was such a presence, and she was so like as soon as he started calling her a bitch and whatnot, she was just like she was just like done. She was just off. Yeah. Him, him, I would maybe guess Gemini, but, like, I don't know. I really want to know. Like, I can't find it. Is it not there anywhere? Where did you find all those star signs? Did you just type it into, like, YouTube? No, no, no. There's, no, someone, no, there's someone on YouTube that I watched. I was actually going to give her dates because I don't want to, like, just steal her shit. She, li- right. li- she literally posted about it, like, in... Um... Hold on. It's... Um... Mm-mm-mm. just looking for it don't worry you can like fill in this gap with some chat 
Oh, sorry. I was yawning and stretching. I actually kind of forgot we were doing the podcast for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like premium content. <laughs> okay, like, so her um her YouTube channel is called The Amateur Guru. Right. Oh yeah, I think I've watched her before. Yeah, she's like basically she found like everyone's star sign except for Carlton's and I literally couldn't find it myself. So I'm basically feel like um Let's find it on Instagram and just ask, like when were you born? What's your star sign? I'm so annoyed though because it's like okay, I'm gonna guess his. Um I don't even know if Gemini like I don't know have enough to go off of because I skipped over so much of him and he seemed so different in the reunion. Like he just seemed a bit like emotionally controlling and manipulative and yeah. he completely turned that situation to make her look like a dick. So I don't know. Go for it. Like I literally think that he is the he's probably the worst person in the show and I actually almost wish that they had got married so that we could have seen more of him. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah so like we've now dissected um straight culture for the masses. Wait, so what did you guess for him as star sign? Oh yeah. I would probably just say Gemini because of the manipulation, but like at the same he's not smart enough. He doesn't give me He could also be like a very unevolved Scorpio. A very, very unevolved Scorpio. Like no, because like he didn't seem like he was smart enough. Again, there's an intelligence level that I don't see there. And this is mm-hmm. not to, I'm not going to call whichever star sign I actually see in, unintelligent. It's just that Geminis are very intelligent and Scorpios are very intelligent. So I don't, I've never really seen someone be a Scorpio and be stupid about things. They're just kind of, because even Barnett, right? Barnett seems like he's a bit like dopey and like kind of like just s- seemed like he was playing the, playing himself, like playing the fool. Mm-hmm. But, he was very smart about how he did what he did. Um, Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. It's so funny, though, to watch, like, Barnett almost, like, how much it took to wear him down. And it was just, like, with Lauren, it was just that someone was, like, so fucking keen on her and also was, like, perfect for her and was just, like... Like, I think she was... Like, she would have also required a lot of convincing. It was just that he convinced her. Mm. But also, I just think she's a lot... She was just, like, generally a much better person. (laughs) And also, again, I do think it is slightly different for Scorpio women. Like, see on his, like, Instagram? Mm -hmm. He's got, like, biphobia is thinking bisexual people haven't made up their minds. Wipe out biphobia. He's, like, got all these, like... Like biphobia things, like he's made it his like, mm-hmm. like, which makes is effectively like a dig at diamond. Yeah, and it's like totally uncalled for. Yeah, because um, okay. obviously biphobia is a thing. It is a thing, but I feel as if he's like trying to make himself like the spokesperson for. He's like, like capitalizing off of it and mm-hmm. like making a career of like someone, someone being misinterpreted as a biphobe. Someone, like, not even saying, I don't want to marry you, I don't want to be with you, but saying, like, dude, like, we had this time where we were supposed to tell each other, like, as much as we could about ourselves. You've chosen to tell me afterwards 
and now you want me to just like totally like unequivocally accept something that like you know you could have said to me back then and like it wasn't like they were being asked to date each other after they came out of the pods they were being asked to marry each other outside the pods yeah it might have been the fact that he will withheld information as opposed to what the information was that's what she said that's what that's what she kept saying she was like it had nothing to do with the information it was just the fact that you withheld information and he knew that that's what it was and he decided to go the other way and make it out like she was being biphobic and the thing is like when I was watching it I fully expected it to be that she was being biphobic and I was I was fully ready to hate this woman woman but then I watched it and was like, oh, that doesn't seem like what she was doing. No. She just seemed like a Sag who got really fucking pissed off. You know, like, she didn't she didn't have the capacity in that moment to have a coherent response to what he was saying. She was really mm-hmm. angry, not at what he said, but the fact that he was... He called her a bitch. He, like... He, he was, like, so mean. He was really, really mean to her. And she just, yeah. like, had to, like like take it and it yeah I, I didn't expect to be on her side I actually genuinely thought that it was going to be what I thought it was going to be i.e that he was going to be um a victim and all this a victim and then he wasn't and now he's even more obviously manipulative okay so I think he might be I think he might be a Libra yeah, possibly. We'll find out at some point. Yeah. Maybe we'll report back when nobody when this show is <laughs> actually completely irrelevant. <laughs> okay. I'm at peace with it. Oh my god. Think of the Rona parties. Like so after the Rona post-rona. is gone, post Rona parties are gonna be oh, they're so gonna, they're gonna go off. It's only lit. been like it's now been has it been only like just over a week that we've not been able to party and everyone's already like they're losing the their entire minds. Yeah. But I, I honestly think that like when it when it's over, when if it's ever over, um if we don't have a literal revolution that ends in anyway, whatever. Um if we don't have we don't dismantle capitalism if the world, if the world doesn't end, um the parties are gonna be so good. <laughs> They are, they are. It's going to be very, like, Hunger Games, Mockingjay, but we're in the capital, like, everyone's mm-hmm. in the capital, um, except not really, because, you know, the distribution of wealth is a mess. But we are, like, partying like we're in the capital, except it's, like, a queer party, and we're listening to, like, Dua Lipa. Did you hear about the orgy? The what? The orgy. Is it, like, a Rona orgy? Is it where I- it came from? <laughs> Rona orgy. Apparently, like I th- I'm gonna say it's Germany. I'm just gonna say it's Germany. I'm not. I'm not sure. Okay. I think it was Germany. At Germany or France or maybe France. Italy. Probably Germany. Um, Let's get there was apparently Latin. like a party. European. There was apparently like a party with like 500 people, and it descended into an orgy. Oh my god! Where this? <laughs> this is like a couple of days, like before they went into like full lockdown in that country. I'm gonna say it's Germany. Um. Sounds like it would be them because they like really like EDM and Mandy, and I can imagine that it would very quickly and easily descend into an orgy. Yeah, that would in like Berlin or something, like a rave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I'm sure. I, I think the parties will be out of hand. I think we're actually not going to want to go to the parties. I think they're going to be too much. They're going to be scary. I already find partying in Glasgow at times quite intimidating. Like, I yeah. am a dancing queen. I can party all night, have done, will continue to do. But sometimes when you, like, have been out for, like, days and people are still really going and then you see their Instagram story, like, a day and a half later and they're still partying and you're like... Mm. Sometimes, like the Glasgow party culture is quite scary already. I've said this before. You put these people in captivity for like weeks. It's going to just be that. I find myself in like really surreal situations in Glasgow, like really kind of like mind bending, surreal, fucked up situations because no one knows when to stop. And like, I think that, like, yeah, we need to be careful that we don't all die, not from the Rona, but from the post post party. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. So I think that's us done for the episode. So this has been the 18th, is it the 18th? The 18th episode of Femme Pagan Goodbye. Bye.